Hey guys, so on today's episode, you might notice that this Neem's uh, video is completely absent. Uh, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, we recorded this a few weeks ago, and his, uh, his video kind of got like corrupted or something like that. So um, yeah, that's gone, but I really wanted to you know put this out, episode out because I really love doing this episode. It's possibly one of my favorite episodes I've done so far. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Right, we're back. Um, this is episode nine, the Shaded Youth. It's your usual Shaquille Shake here uh, as your primary host, and today we have a special guest. I say that about every guest because every guest is special to me. But today is actually pretty special because it's a blast from the past. Um, I guess you all from last episode was that too. But uh, yeah, anyway, enough rambling. Today we have the beautiful, the astounding, the the charismatic Tasneem Ahmed. Okay. How you doing, bro? <laughs> hey, guys. What's going on, man? Nothing much, bro. How are you? I'm good. You know, quarantine. Um, being stuck up at home. Not much here. Finished the semester. Chilling now. Working on my room a little bit. Doing some construction. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I have one question for you, bro. Why, why are you dressed for a job interview right now? <laughs> <laughs> yo the amount of people that ask me like i'm not even kidding like i'll walk outside and i'll it doesn't matter if i'm at school or from at work my classmates my coworkers will look at me and be like yo you got an interview today or something like you dress like that I normally dress, yeah i dress I, it like it like it normally yeah. that's that's pretty respectable not gonna lie i mean i, I like to dress up like <laughs> i can't do but, but you're in your bedroom right now <laughs> bro it's it's just a vibe like I don't know. When I wear like clothes like this, you know, it's, I feel like it's pretty iconic for me. Everyone like kind of just knows, you know, if you feel like, interesting. yeah, it's like, I, you know, you won't like really catch me in a t-shirt pretty much ever or a hoodie. I don't really like hoodies. Um, so it's kind of like okay. flipped here. Yeah. That's, that's pretty interesting. I mean, in high school, um, like when we used to hang out a lot more, like you would wear the same bomber every single time. <laughs> and then like, the, that was um, junior year, man. <laughs> Oh, and then you stepped it up to the, um, what do you call it? The crew neck? The, cr- the crew neck? You wear the, the yeah, sweater? that, yeah, the MSA crew neck. Um, we, <laughs> you wore that so many I'm times. I'm not sure bro. if that's a step up, man, but okay. <laughs> anyway, um, what, what, uh, what kind of plans you got going on these days, bro? Yo, um, as of right now, pretty much nothing, man, because, you know, Corona, I'm trying to stay inside as much as possible, um, just to limit you know, the gotcha. spread and everything and just be safe. But yeah, like I don't see myself like really going outside socializing like majorly or anything like that until maybe like August or something. I have plans gotcha. for August. You'll see. We're, we're mm-hmm. coming back. Um, we, uh, we had a conversation earlier. You mentioned that um, you and your, uh, well, for, for reference, you're on a acapella team at your college, right? right? The, the Hunter Acapellas. Right. I like that. <laughs> Why is it? Okay, so, side tangent, but like I noticed that every single acapella group always has to have like a pun, right? Yeah, like, it's, just, the... it's just how it is. I don't know why. It's, it's, <laughs> it's been like that as long as I can remember. And honestly, for us, it's just acapella because we're like our athletic team is like the Hunter Hawks. So we just right. kind of put those two together. Yeah, we just put it as Hunter Hawks. Right, right, right. You yeah. ever watched um, Pitch Perfect? Dude, all three, several times. All three? Yeah, Even, I mean, okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. We can we can go back to like talking about you, but um, um how do you feel about the third one? Um I think the third one's only the only one that I actually watched like only once, but Are you, okay. Um I mean, yeah, you I should only watch of, it once. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro, I'm telling you right now. Like I think in terms of like plot development things like that, uh one and two were definitely It was garbage. <laughs> third was garbage. <laughs> one and two were definitely the Third was garbage. Two was <laughs> Yo, like, what even happened, bro? They got kidnapped on a boat or something? Yeah, it wasn't even, like, about <laughs> college acapella anymore. It was just, I don't know. They, they kind of dragged it. It was so weird. It was a garbage it. plot. It was a garbage <laughs> plot. But anyway, my point was that uh, every single team in Pitch Perfect has, like, has, like, a pun as their name, right? Like, they're the, mm-hmm. what was the main team? Bart and Bellas. Named, like, Bart and Bellas, right? And then, like, Troublemakers. Trouble, troublemakers, bro. Troublemakers yeah. is actually a pretty valid name, not going to lie. Yo, there are at least like twenty acapella teams right now named the Troublemakers. I can guarantee that. <laughs> For real, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you were. Um, we had a conversation earlier. And you mentioned that 
every single night you and your uh acapella team have like a little right. um a little video call right every single night yeah yeah um it's not much i mean it's just honestly it started kind of out of like you know us keeping each other company throughout quarantine so like we have people to talk to and stuff um and then you know things got out of hand we started like you know calling every single night uh we we're there for each other and you know it was like one of those things like uh, again we talked about this a little bit before but we started like playing like party games basically and we had like we played like jackbox okay. um no yeah, bro jackbox started, is a vibe jackbox, yeah, Jack, is, a jackbox vibe. is like madness yeah, yeah. Uh, we played Spyfall, and then we ironically started playing Fortnite until we all got hooked <laughs> and bought the Battle Pass. Like it was insane, but um, good time. That's dope, bro. I, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. glad to hear that you're getting close with um your your team, yeah, right? Because sure. at the end of the day, you guys are like teammates. You guys do competitions together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys practice together, right? Consistently. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you you in high school, that whole singing lifestyle, uh, was was a big part of you know your high school career, right? You yeah. were on uh, what I what I even categorize as an acapella. I guess it was an acapella team, right? Mm-hmm. Nasheed, sort of acapella, yeah. just using your voice. Uh, yeah. What sort of got you into that in the first place? Because I remember you were like very heavily into like the music theory of it, the 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 pitch sort of thing <laughs> about it, right? I don't even know how to bro, see. Yeah, this no, is how I ignorant you. I am, right? <laughs> But kind of run down like what got you into that in the first place, right? Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? <laughs> like, I feel like everyone kind of knew this about me. Like, um, that was in high school anyway. But the reason why I kind of like decided to actually, I wasn't even gonna try out for Nasheed when I was like a freshman. Like, I didn't get into Cybersyn, which was like kind of put everything off for me. And I was like, all right, well, at least Tech has a good Nasheed <laughs> team for me. Let me try out for that at least. And I kind of right. chickened out at the last minute. But then like, okay, uh, just just, just one second for anyone that doesn't know what Mist was. Uh, just right. kind of run down what it is. What it is. Yeah, so MIST is like, it's a pretty big competition that involves a bunch of different high schools across New York City. Um, it stands for Muslim is just scholastic tournament, but it's not just for Muslims, right? It's open to all faiths. Um, and there are different like categories within this tournament. Mine was the Nasheed category. In other words, like acapella, just singing acapella. Right. Um, and so that's what I got started with. Yeah, and I, I mean, I knew, like my sister was in MIST before. Um, and I kind of like saw Tex Nasheed starting from 2014 to 2015, kind of saw them evolve and like progress. And once I got to high school, I was like, yo, I want to be a part of these, this team as well. Um, and then I didn't get it. Yo, you were there that day, man. Like freshman year, no, you were I, there I that remember, day. I remember, bro. I remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and you, a, I'm, I'm a year older than you. I remember your tryout exactly where you walked. You were a very shy kid before. Like you had was, the, the, all the hair was just on your forehead. <laughs> you had like. <laughs> you had like no facial hair at the time, which you now, mashallah. Baby but uh, yeah, you were, and you had like, like no emotion on your face for Dude, that. I was like just so that whole time. Like, I was like, oh, this guy's a yeah. very like serious person. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, everyone's like, everyone like once they first look at me, they're like, yo, he's probably mad mean. And then like once I open up, like I'm just a clown, man. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, man. I remember you sent me a friend request the day after, bro. Now the first thing you did was like. You grabbed me and you're like, yo, that was good. <laughs> yeah, was like, yeah, it was, it was sick. That beatboxing was sick, bro. <laughs> Mad funny. No, yeah, I mean, I tried. Like, again, like, I wasn't going to do it um, initially. Like, I chickened out that day, but then my sister pushed me that morning. She's like, yo, you better go try out. And then I did. Um, and it didn't work out, but it kind of pushed me to, like, get even better. Because, like, I definitely stepped it up a lot that summer. I worked hard. And then I got in sophomore year. And from there, the whole kind of, like, journey kind of went on and process unfolded. Um, but the reason why I kind of got into like as your original question right the reason why I kind of got into music theory and like you know pitch and stuff like that in the first place was because I was kind of tired of being a beatboxer if I'm being honest like I, I would just remember rehearsals being like this like I'd go in I would learn my part do my job and wait for everyone else to not mess up like if I'm being completely honest Ooh, right now okay because it's not even like a like a you know I'm like you know pooping on this person kind of thing it's like just right. like in general like Nasheed for tech as in a whole kind of like evolved skill level wise as the years went on as well so back in 2017 right like uh, they didn't even know what like acapella like how to set this whole thing up like what was going on right so it came to a point where I would be basically like you could have me recorded on a track and that's what I would be doing and then they would just be like you know practicing their parts as singers making sure they don't go flat or like you know go off key messed up all this stuff um and so it got to a point where I was like yo I know I could be doing more um and I don't want to just have to like, you know, be looping back. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, yeah. So that summer I kind of sat down before nationals and I was like, I remember just being on my keyboard. I'm like, 
um, the first question that I kind of asked myself was like, if a piano can make something sound like music, why can't we do it with our voices? And that's when I kind of broke down chords of our song um, into just different voice parts. And I remember recording myself and looping it over and over and finally figuring out like, you know, the difference between like major minor chords, how to put together like, you know, chord progression, things like that. That's kind of what set me off with music theory. And from there, it kind of like, as I had to write our songs and arrange it and direct it, everything kind of just unfolded. And it was more like a process where I learned what I needed to learn instead of like trying to learn everything at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of yeah. just like what happened over the three years I was on the sheet for tech. Yeah. Yeah. I think with, um, I don't know for for me that whole like mathematical side of <laughs> that that whole thing like yeah. it just seemed so complex right I was talking about this with you on the last episode where everything can kind of just seem so intimidating from the outside like we were uh, talking about the example of like Quran or like reciting mm-hmm. properly um, yep. like there's a bunch of rules that you kind of have to follow and it can seem intim- intimidating right or you know just learning the translation or things like that but everything starts with one step where you kind of just learn 100%. a couple of things here and there, and then you kind of just build on that. Right. Yeah. I, I would was... say like for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like in terms of like, um, if you're trying to build a new skill or learn a new hobby or really get into something, I would say the best way to do learn something is kind of like take a stab at it by yourself. I would say like, right. Just based on experience. It's like, I will take a couple of sources of sources of like inspiration, kind of look at people uh, that do what I want to do, take inspiration from them and be like, all right, let me try to replicate it first and like, let me try to be what they are. And then I'll take that once I get it done and I'll make it my own. You know what I mean? It's gotcha. like, it's kind of like a, like a little bit of a process. So yeah, I would yeah. say like, definitely like dive in first. Yeah. I would, um, Oh, sorry to like interrupt, but, no, uh, good. to our viewers that don't know, Tasneem is the one behind our opening and our ending. <laughs> so huge that. shout out to this guy. Cause <laughs> I literally hit him up. I was like, Tasneem, um, I need you to do, a vocals only arrangement of a certain song that he already wrote like a while back because and i just really like the sound of it so i was like i need a vocals only arrangement of that um but only like without lyrics or anything like that he's a one-man show yeah so shout out to him uh i was i was watching uh i was going i was scrolling through instagram you know as as you do right on a on a random Saturday afternoon, I was just scrolling All through and I, I was, um, I, I stopped at this video by a YouTuber named Ali Abdal. He, he has like a ton of productivity videos that he makes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he, he posts like snippets of them on, on Instagram. Right. And one of them was talking about how he got really good at editing because that's something he's kind of known for he's he's an amazing editor like his videos always look really clean and like well produced and and so he basically said that in the beginning it's really all about quantity over quality right you kind of just put out like 50 videos knowing that they'll be crap knowing that they'll Mm -hmm. be really bad Mm -hmm. but every single time you put out a video you learn stuff you internalize it because the learning process is just every single time you do something you're gonna get better at it right so 100%. in the beginning, I think, um, I think the, the rule for any kind of given skill is just like, keep doing it. Like, even if you like do it badly or like sound badly or, yeah, uh, man. you know, just are very like crap at it, just keep putting things out or keep like, like trial and error, right? You just, you just keep doing something until you get good at it. Yeah. And then the quality shows for yeah. itself. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, you ju- just bouncing off the quality aspect of it. I know you work like very hard in terms of arranging your right. your um your vocals and with like other people right like in in the acapella mm-hmm. scene <laughs> the acapella scene i guess <laughs> you want to call it that but uh yeah, 100%, yeah yeah you were you work like extremely hard and just trying to get the exact sound right and you're very technical about that yeah you um, were, mm-hmm. uh sorry you finished your thought yeah no i mean just going off of what you said it's really when it comes to, like, I also, like I said, I kind of agree with the whole idea of quantity over quality. Like, if I could show you guys the amount of arrangement on my old phone sitting over there, like, it's great. Like, I can keep scrolling and scrolling, and I'll have, like, a hundred different audio files of just unfinished, like, loops and stuff. So, it's, like, really about, yo, and I remember when I, yo, when I first started singing, I was so bad. Like, 
I wanted to take things into my own hands, like I said, like not just being a beatboxer, so I don't have to wait for like people to like catch up. But at the same time, I have to work on myself too, so I don't end up like right. holding everyone back. So it's like when I first started singing, my actually my singing career, career was pretty weird. Um, but yeah, like when I first started, it was like really, really, really bad. I remember it was like at a point in like freshman year before I even like, you know, got into singing like that. I would only sing in falsetto. And the reason why would be like, I would, well, first of all, I would be able to express myself and sing what I want to sing. But at the same time, when people hear you singing in falsetto, they don't really take you seriously. Like falsetto if is like falsetto, the highest point you're yeah, singing yeah, from, like, right? right? Yeah. So if you're like yeah, singing yeah. like all the way up there, they won't, they, you're, you basically sound like a clown if you sing on it like a hundred percent all the time, right? They don't yeah. take you seriously. So I'm like, let me just sing in falsetto all the time. So if I sound bad, I won't get judged. But if I sound good, yo, I'm singing falsetto. Also, at the right. same time, I get to sing what I want to sing. You know, so it was like a point of that. I was really, 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 really scared to sing. Like when I was like freshman, gotcha. sophomore year, even into junior year a little bit, bro. Like it really kicked off, like I would say senior year going in from there. But yeah, you gotcha. just got to keep working at it, man. Uh, yo, just one second. I got to get my charger. You're good, bro. I should probably cut that out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so you, you were you were in basically like a Nashi kind of a cappella group in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And you competed in a bunch of competitions in Mist. Mm-hmm. Uh I remember the was it your sophomore year, the the third place? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's your sophomore year, right? That was your first time that you point. competed, right? <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry. I don't I don't I didn't want to phrase it. Like no, no, that, no, you're good. It's just like um it's, that was, it's okay, kind okay, of so so for context, right? Our school in this particular competition has been getting first place for like four or five, like five four or five years. Four yeah. or five years, something like that. It was a streak. It was a streak, right? Think of like Undertaker, his seventeen oh kind of streak and then Shawn Michaels comes actually no, Shawn Michaels didn't beat him Brock Lesnar beat him right for all the wrestling fans I don't understand these references but yeah bro <laughs> for, for all the wrestling fans out there they know they know how badly <laughs> a streak matters right streaks do matter because they, yeah. they define a legacy right Dustin killed it no I'm kidding I'm kidding <laughs> I'm kidding so <laughs> that's what leading I- <laughs> up to that there's a, there's a ton of pre- pressure right there's a ton of uh, things that are just you know, being put on you, right? You have to get first mm-hmm. place. That's kind of your mm-hmm. mindset going in, right? Yep. I remember that after you guys didn't get that, you guys got third place. Mm-hmm. Everyone was heartbroken, right? Obviously, everyone was devastated. Mm-hmm. As a first timer on that team and the youngest person in that team, you were especially hurt by that, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of just yeah. run down how that made you feel. And the whole scenario at the time of what was going on in your head. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so like Shaquille said, right. Um, it was my sophomore year. I was in a group of like two seniors, one junior, and it was me. I was a sophomore. So I was the youngest person. Um, and I was kind of invested in like, I'm going to say in this, right. So like, I kind of like, this was like my, it was like the definition of my high school career. Not going to lie. Um, really just like, you know, working up Mist and MSA and stuff and like getting Nasheed to work out. Um, so it was a pretty big deal to me, especially back then. It was like, I remember, so back, then, I don't know if you remember, but 2017, it was like split. It had like one week for like two days. And then the week after was like the award ceremony. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was like really weird. But the day of Nasheed. Because normally it's like three days in a row, but that year yeah. they started doing a two day and then a one day thing. It, was, it, it had its pluses, not going to lie. It had its pros. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was looking back, it wasn't that yeah. big of a deal. Like, we dragged yeah, it a lot. It wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> but, I mean, so what happened was, like, I remember we performed that morning, and we all, all of us, all of us had a really, really good feeling, bro. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, we all had such a good feeling about it that that night when we uploaded it onto YouTube, um, when Adil was asking, Adil, one of our friends, um, that, was, that also didn't miss with us on the team, he was asking us, like, yo, what do I put as a title? <laughs> and I'm like, put Miss New York 2017 first place <laughs> and then it was like I was like and it's like wait you guys didn't even Oof. win first yet <laughs> I was like oh like that's how confident Oof. we were like that we were going to win first right um but I mean I think 2017 was also a special case um I'm not going to name any names of like you know what teams would place what all that stuff but no I'm going to cut that case. out if you ever I, bro don't say anything yeah I'm not going to say gonna, anything but I'm saying yeah. like okay yeah but 
2017 was a special case because I feel like um, just in general, um, because there was kind of like, we had the whole Malik era, rugby era. So like the people that came before me, we, we had that whole era happening. They all graduated and kind of just left. We were kind of put in out of nowhere. It was like into cold water. You know what I mean? So even the judges didn't know what to do at that point. Yeah, I would yeah. say. So it was definitely all new, like in a new experience, like for all of us combined. Um, and I would say like just getting third place was like, I didn't know how big of a deal like the streak was to me until we didn't win. You know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> yeah, really yeah, weird. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, no, I mean, dude, I was like, I was like five, bro. I started crying. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I was, I was just really, it was just really annoying, um, frustrating rather. Um, and yeah. I mean, we got a lot of positive feedback from everyone at Miss as well, all of our peers, everyone around us. Um, they said that you know, 2017 she is like pretty solid. Um, so I guess that's what kind of like kept us going really is like the positive feedback and then looking forward towards nationals because top three does go to nationals as well. Yeah. So we're kind of like looking for like how we could change, like improve ourselves as individuals in like acapella, but also like the song arrangement as a whole, the song like structure as everything. Right. Um, and yeah. And then moving forward a little bit, we did, we changed a lot in that song and you know, like everything worked out well. So no complaints here. You know? Yeah. I'm humble that you guys, you know, found the, the self-esteem to like move on. Right. Cause mm-hmm, I can, yeah. I can definitely see how a, a blow like that could completely annihilate like um, what you pictured in your head. Cause you're yeah, thinking, yeah. yeah, I got this in the bag. Uh, I got yeah. this here, you know, maybe like in retrospect, you know, um, as Muslims, we always kind of think like everything happens for a reason. Right. So maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yeah. allowed that to occur you know, to bro, humble that is you like or, or the to humble one people, biggest right? rule that I go by, bro. Like, I'm not even right. kidding. Like, everything throughout, like, that's kind of just happened or unfolded. I think that's, like, the one biggest thing that, even though I heard other people tell me, I kind of, like, felt that and experienced that as I moved right, forward. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I mean, like, the one yeah, thing and, that and I not remember. to, like, not to, like, take away from the teams that did win, but mm-hmm. uh, you guys definitely had high hopes for yourselves, right? And I, yeah. <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> like, these were my boys, right? And yeah, so did the rest <laughs> of the team, but you know, there is an ayah in the Quran, you know, they plan and, and you plan, but Allah is the best of planners, right? Or, or yep. something to that effect. I don't want to mess up a Quranic mm-hmm. verse, but it's it's a general rule that everyone kind of has to live by where, you know, every every element can't be in your control, right? There are things that are going to happen and it's just up to you to react to it, right? Because that's mm-hmm. the only yeah. thing that's in your control. Yeah, like 100%. Again, like I said, it's like kind of like what I... I felt it is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like I've experienced yeah, yeah. this kind of like first, like affect me personally as a person as well, like individually. So it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah, bro. You, have you, have you looked into uh, stoicism? No, it's not. Okay. So the basic, so the, the, okay, the, the basic gist of it is kind of what I just ran down where everything that's not in your control, mm-hmm. you shouldn't focus too much on that and everything that isn't in your control that's what you focus on and that's where the 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 whole term like stoic comes in right because stoic a stoic mm-hmm. person is like someone that doesn't really have a reaction to things like right. he, kind of, he kind of just like goes with the flow or not not, not even yeah. that it's just like um he doesn't take anything too seriously right? right because someone that follows stoicism or someone that is a stoic person they focus on what they can do right what they mm-hmm. themselves have control in and i think that's the biggest element that anyone sort of has to keep in mind when you know when when a when a huge like failure i don't know i don't want to call it a failure i, I got you when, when no, a huge like sure. when, when a huge when just like a travesty <laughs> not even that i'm just blowing <laughs> it up for no reason but you know like something that not according to your plans occurred what can i do to fix this or maybe what can i do to grow as a person from this ordeal because every single thing, every single stage in your life, if it helps you grow as a person, that's a win. That's a win in my book. If something yeah, bad sure. happens to you and you grow in self-esteem because of it, or you, you learn what not to do after that, or possibly uh, you learn who to avoid or you learn who to keep close, all of these are yeah. pros, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. everything in the end happens for a reason. Yeah. I agree, man. Like, it's all about really, like, development, I would say, um, that you not only, like, I feel like sometimes it's kind of hard to see it in yourself, like, when you're looking at yourself, but 
sometimes other people will also like you know tell you like you kind of like grew a little bit you know what i'm saying you matured a little right. bit things like that right, right, right. like kind of like just little things that really kind of push you to keep going and really just not be that you know kind of really just like take in everything and see what you can do to like better yourself you know for I mean? sure yeah and i mean i don't want to like put the whole environment of high school under the bus but i think a lot of kids or a lot of teenagers just fail to realize that when they're going through that stage in their life where everything every single like thing that happens is like huge for us right i remember mm-hmm. in in like sophomore junior year like things would just happen and i'd just be like devastated right like things out of my entire control and i'd just be like well <laughs> like you know my life is over that kind of thing right mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know like what kind of factors led up to so many teenagers just going through the same thing or maybe it's hormones, maybe it's the environment, maybe it's just like the school system and as as a whole. I, I'm not I'm not too sure, but yeah. Uh like I definitely went through like a period of just like um uh, like low self worth or low self esteem. And <laughs> sounds like a really bad transition, but uh but do you do you remember our um I believe it was my senior year and it was possibly your junior year, right? Yeah, when, yeah. when I'm exposing myself here, but when I would cut a lot of classes and so would you, <laughs> and like, so would a couple yeah. of our other friends and like, we'd just meet up and like, just do yeah, random Yeah, you mean nonsense. the time when we cut like fourth period to go watch like Infinity yeah, War? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's, that's the incident that stuck out in my head because basically we literally. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that day was I'm, nice though. Don't that even cap, was, bro. That day was that, nice. nah, that, that day was really good. I don't regret that, but <laughs> pretty much what happened was I, I, I think I met up with um one of our other friends, Tosif. He, and 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 we were just like, "Yo, you want to cut?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we see you in the middle of the hallway. I think you were going to lunch, right? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't I, even. Know, I don't remember man. either. But you were with someone else. Like I think you were with one of your friends or your classmates. And we were just like, "Yo, doesn't you want to cut with us to watch Infinity War?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> you left your friend in, in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> no, that, I'm that trying was, to figure out who dope, that bro. friend was, bro. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't yeah. remember. That that was a pretty boss move, though. So, <laughs> and then and then we spent like almost a whole period kind of just figuring out how to sneak past the security guard God. because there's one at like every entrance, and I'm not. I forget exactly what what we did, but we we managed to find a way out. <laughs> And we and didn't yeah, do we anything, went, Shaquille. We just walked out. We just walked out, right? That is we that what happened. We just walked out. We just but, walked okay, out. Okay, remember the first time that that we tried to? I don't. No, no. Yeah, we were on um south southeast. I think we're southeast, bro. We tried yeah, southeast yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we tried that. That place then, was loaded, like, we, though. We kind of we kind of just tried walking out, and then they're like, "What are you doing?" And we're just like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." And then like walk back in, but yeah, we tried a second time, and it, it went perfectly. Like no one. <laughs> it was fine then we watched um avengers infinity war which is amazing it's 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 a top tier movie bro we and uh <laughs> yeah that was a really good movie freaking spreading. Uh, towards the end something like incredible happened i forget exactly what but uh, uh what i think i yeah. think towards, i think no, no no i think like during the, during the moment where like spider-man died or like someone else should I even he say had to go pee. So had to go, like, yeah, Tosif had bro. to go to the bathroom and he completely missed that part, bro. That's like <laughs> the most emotional point of that whole movie. Like, so funny. many memes were created out of that one incident. <laughs> oh man, that was so yeah. iconic. But yeah, my, my whole point of of uh, of relating that this incident and uh, this was like a pattern, right? Where where I would cut a lot of things and like you would cut a lot of things. Um, I was mainly kind of doing it because I was like a second term senior and I got into college and like I was <laughs> I was just like done with stuff, but. The, and the emotional stuff was also like in there, but yep. you were a junior, right? That's a yep. very important year. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of just go through the the emotion that you were feeling or, or all the incidences that were going on in your life. One second, not yet, because I'm going to restart the camera. Bro, there's a freaking mosquito flying around. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it on my camera. Yeah, I don't know if you can see it on my camera, but it's been bugging at my face. And I was like, no, no, I can't not see to go anything. Like- uh so just con- continue what you were gonna say okay okay yeah so um 
junior year junior year I, I would say it was one of my better years actually in terms of personal growth i would say okay um yeah what really freshman year was fun so here's the thing right like we both know this i'm not good at school bro like anything academic with school like no i can't i'm sorry but no i wasn't always like that it wasn't always like that it was like i was pretty solid even freshman year like 95 i don't even know bro it was pretty good but like stuff happens is like basically what i could say is like i don't know what exactly happened but something happened along sophomore year again like Mm -hmm. i said i don't know if it's just like every teenager like going through stuff but um i remember just hitting like a rock bottom kind of point sophomore year and like really just like not being able to see what would happen like you know in the future not knowing what i would end up doing or anything like that yeah yeah um and then junior year came along and i was like uh, and again i feel like sophomore year a big reason was obviously like academics it took a big dip but also like the whole hey you know i lost the streak third place thing as well um because again it was such a big part of like mm-hmm. my high school career so everything took a big dip but junior year came along and i was kind of like all right this is my like second chance you know let me not mess it up this time um so what i feel like happened junior year was like a lot of like development in terms of you know like i said like personal growth um especially like since all the seniors were gone and it was just me and Diedrich, Diedrich was like, you know, the junior on our team, um, who was then a senior in 2018 when it was my junior year. So right. it was kind of up to us to kind of like lead the whole thing. And it ended up being me really taking, um, taking charge for the most part. And hundred percent, I would say like leading up to like regionals and stuff, like I did not know what I was doing then. Like it took a while to get used to um, with everything that was going on. Like, again, like hitting rock bottom and like trying to like fix like, you know, third place, make it back into first, first place. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything was kind of like everything just going at like the same time was like really kind of overwhelming, I would say. Um, but yeah, I can imagine. I feel like, yeah, I feel like after losing again, like second place regionals, it kind of took a lot of the weight. I don't know why it just took a lot of the weight off. And I was like, all right, you know what? I feel like I've lost enough times now to the point where I don't have, I don't have to care. Like if I lose again, but at the same right. time, like, I have nothing to lose but everything to win. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was, like, kind of, like, one of those scenarios. Um, so, going, like, I remember, like, regionals of 2018, whenever I had practices and, like, did rehearsals with the with the guys, like, even back then, like, I was pretty, like, not as, I would say, like, assertive, not as, like, firm. Um, yeah. Obviously, looking back, like, now, like, I know how to, like, lead things and, like, you know, like, have a group of people work together especially like when it comes to like arranging directing things like that but back then i was still getting used to it as well so everything happening then you know losing my academics taping taking a dip um and then that second half of junior year yo keep in mind like before before like the very very end of junior year i never cut a single pass like if there was one thing i had my mindset on it was like i'm never cutting I mean, no bro school. trust me i haven't is as hard as it is to believe for some people that know me, I, I never cut until like the second term of senior. I was I was a good boy. Okay. Yeah, no, like that's what I would end up doing, bro. <laughs> Except, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but Nafisa and Samia <laughs> made me um, a happy first cut kind of birthday card thing. I, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, it was definitely there was definitely a lot of like peer pressure influence there in terms of like cutting. Like, yo, I used to be so scared of cutting class. Like, I felt like. I was like a criminal crossing a border illegally. It was insane. Um, I mean, no, that not gonna lie. That is how it felt. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Definitely bro, how it it felt. Is. I mean, senior year came along, and yo, I was cutting left and right. Don't get me wrong. Like, I was, <laughs> I was a bad boy by then. But like, I'm I, I mean, saying, I think like, at that point you kind of know the spots to hide in, right? Yo, I didn't even need a spot. I sat out in the hallway. No one said anything. <laughs> it just gets to that point where it's kind of like, um, you kind of just know how to navigate through it. Also, it's senior yeah, yeah, year, like yeah. you said. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, you know, why everything was kind of like that, I just feel like it's just something that happens to everyone, you know? Um, yeah. But again, Sorry, what I to, found at the end not, of it. Not, not, to yeah, like, yeah. not to interrupt you, but I just, I just remember like a really funny story where, um, you remember Abda, right? Uh, from, from my year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so during, we had lunch one time, right? And, yep. um, the rule at, at the time was during lunch, if you had to go to the bathroom, you only go to like bathroom with the past, you leave all your stuff, right? You don't leave lunch itself unless you go into the library or whatever or a classroom. I don't know. But we left in like the middle of lunch because we were like, oh, we got to pray. And uh, we, we didn't have wudu, right? And seventh floor bathroom, 
this garbage. Like <laughs> it's, it's disgusting. So yeah, so we just left like through the middle of the lunchroom, the the exits, and um, I guess we weren't supposed to do that, but whatever. So we went, <laughs> and then uh, we we were walking down the stairs, right? And all of a sudden, we um, we <laughs> we got stopped by a dean. I'm not gonna say who the, the dean's name is because. <laughs> she gets trashed on a lot, but uh, <laughs> but we got stopped by this dean, right? And and she was like, "Where are you guys going?" And we were just like, and in my head, I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, awkward to like explain the whole thing. Oh, we gotta like clean or mm-hmm. like wash our like parts of our body to like pray. I don't yeah, know. It's yeah, just I like I didn't, it felt awkward explaining. Right? So I was just like, yeah. "We're going to the fifth floor bathroom," and she was just like, "Oh, the fifth floor bathroom, huh? I know what's going on in the fifth floor bathroom." And she was talking. <laughs> Like she was referring to like all the siphing and like the, cause yeah, people yeah. would do, people would go there to like get high or like all the time or, or whatever. Right. And bro, I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> like, people yeah. who know me, like, they know I'm like, I would never do any of that. Right. Cause it, yeah. that's why it's like so funny to me, but she, she was like, come with me. And then we, we were following her and, and then she was leading us downstairs to the, the Dean's office in the basement. And and I was, I just looked to like Abder and, and he's looking at me like, what, what, what do we do? Because <laughs> by the time we get there, it's like, she'll probably realize we didn't have anything or like we weren't going to do mm-hmm. anything. So by the time yeah. we got to the first floor, I look at Abder. I'm just like, all right, I got this. And then he was just like, uh, Dean blank. Do you really want to know what we were going to do? We were going to go and wash ourselves so we could pray. She was just like, oh, really? Well, let me see your schedule. And we showed her schedule, and she was like, "Okay, so you guys did have lunch." <laughs> just like God. the most pointless, the most pointless like Dean incident I've ever had in my life. Like, oh out of all the times, because that year I was cutting a lot. <laughs> One time I was not cutting, I got like yeah. almost in trouble for it. I was. It's that's just crazy, like crazy, bro. But, yeah, so, sorry, I interrupted your story. Nah, yeah, that, that was that was funny, bro. I don't even. I think I Loki. I feel like I know who you're talking about just off of like speech patterns, <laughs> <and>, like. <laughs> So like, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, deans really be looking just for like just stuff to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah. You so you were you were kind of just going through your um, like why why you had like rock bottom that that sort of period and you got into like right. um with the whole uh you know not placing a lot and you mm-hmm. said that after you know you got second place you kind of just accepted it right after that. Did, did anything else just kind of like hit you really hard or was it like um, smooth sailing from that point on? There were, there were definitely like really, I remember like, um, I would say there's kind of like different phases to the whole thing. And junior year was like at the end of junior year was like kind of like one of the phases where you really feel it deeply. I would say I was in kind of that kind of phase. Right. Um, so I remember like sitting there sometimes like when I did cut, I didn't even cut that much in junior year towards the end I did a couple times but when I did cut I would like always feel like garbage you know what I mean yeah, so like yeah. it would really get me like down and stuff I'm like yo why am I even like cutting right now in class so like again because of that stuff like academics were taking a dip again as well and I didn't I'm just put this out there like I was not a good student at all like I was pretty um I was like pretty like my goal was like let me just stay afloat you know what I mean like let me just like get this <laughs> done with so yeah, um yeah. I feel like I just grew out of here's the thing as well like when senior year came along I was already done with like high school in my mind. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah, like, yeah. I grew out yeah. of my environment so quickly. Like I, I felt like I was too, this is going to sound like really weird, but, or like really, I don't know, kind of like condescending towards like high school in general. But like, I just felt like I was like mature enough to not be in high school. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, that does sound condescending. Yeah, no, yeah, Yeah, no, but it's like, I, I, I like sort of know what you mean though. It. It's just the same motions. If you're going through high school, it's just the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I felt like I grew out of it. I didn't really, um, feel motivated to do really anything, honestly. And like, um, that's kind of where I wrote walking on my own, um, like in yeah. between junior and senior year. So you yeah, can kind of well, walking like, on my own is the, uh, is a song that he wrote the arrangement for, for our opening and our ending, like a slight variation. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's also the song that got us. You want to give us a little snippet of it? A little snippet of it? Yeah. I don't know what the key is. Can you cut this part out? <laughs> Let me go find the key. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to sing. <laughs> sure, yeah. If this doesn't work, 
Like, if my voice doesn't work right now, we're going to cut the whole okay. part out. Yeah, and, and just do your voice. Don't don't put any, like, instruments yeah. or anything like that. All right. Um, so this is, like, the first verse. This is, like, this whole, like, kind of, like, first third of the song I wrote in between um, junior and senior year. It was, like, kind of that summer into senior year going in there. Um, and then I kind of finished it throughout senior year as it moves on. Um, Got you. I don't know why I'm out of breath. <laughs> uh, but it, went, it started like this. I'm crying, I'm begging on my knees. Please don't take this away from me. I'm wishing, I'm praying that he sees, that he's watching over me. Yeah, uh, and it kind of just, really, I felt like, um, yo, you know what this reminds me of? Kind of reminds me of like those genius bar <laughs> breakout videos on YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know what what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you can kind of get the gist of like how the song was going. Where it's it a very headed. depressing song, bro. It was, it was. I feel like um, that's kind of where I poured everything out onto. Um, and I feel like even like, yeah, we rehearsed that song back to back so much to get get it to like where it was, and we did so much work on it. Like, yeah. Every single one of us are sick and tired of the song, but at the same time, like when I listen back to it now, like I was like going through like old performances the other day. When I listen back to it now, it's like crazy because low key, you could kind of like still relate to the like I was still able to relate. To I mean, bro, I, I still like it. Yeah, no, I'm like, not gonna. I still put it on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still bop to it. What the heck? Is that's that the term? Bop. bop? <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> Do I look like? Yo, all my students think I'm think I'm like 25, bro. Like they think I'm a boomer. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, bro, you dress like a boomer. You dress. What What are you wearing right now? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's that. I mean, it from. I remember just having like that first third. All right. Also, another like kind of like a fun fact is like. Yeah. The chorus wasn't even supposed to be like walking on my own over and over again. I was supposed to write a whole separate section just for the chorus, but. Got you. I was like on the train and like just kind of figuring it out I was like humming it to myself and trying to figure out what I wanted yeah. to do and it turned out like I was like yeah it just sounds better if I keep repeating it but yeah like I was originally supposed to be a little different yeah would you say that uh writing songs or arranging uh arranging you know things with a whole team would you say doing that is like a sort of creative expression for like your sadness or your <laughs> the emotions that you're feeling yeah, I would. Because I know so that's 100%. like a, a whole yeah. thing for a, a bunch of artists, whether it be like singing or poetry mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, so I find it a little bit because again, I don't like draw or like paint or anything like that. Um, but I can kind of definitely see um, how creative expression could be implemented into like actual artwork and stuff. Um, right. But again, that's not my f- kind of field. But like when it comes to like writing songs and things like that, I would say like it's kind of the one place. Again, like the way I I do it is like when I write it. I don't, I kind of like write both things, the melody and the words together. It kind of just flows in with me that I just, I yeah. vibe to it basically until it comes out. Um, and I feel like it's kind of the one spot or the one place where it's like, I feel comfortable enough to kind of like get what's out there. But also at the same time, if you like listen to a lot of what I say in my lyrics and stuff, it's a lot of wordplay, I would say. It's nothing crazy, but I would say like a lot of it's also <laughs> yeah. like metaphors and like just figurative language and things like that. Um, so there's definitely a kind of like creative expression, not only like, you know, emotionally, but also like in terms of like writing, how you want to put your words together. What is the, a big thing for Nasheed that we always think about before writing a song is like, what do we want the message of the song to be this year? You know, like how do we want our story to flow? How do we want it to relate to the theme? Um, and actually, since I wrote the song before the Miss theme even came out, I kind of had to make it work. So it's not like I had the theme in mind. It's yeah. more so like it kind of came like, you know, originally from me. You know what I mean? It was just like kind of what I was, I was, I was, I was feeling. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, we've been talking for a while and I feel like we should wrap up. Uh, yeah, sure. So I'm going to ask you a question and I, I'm not sure if I'm going to make this like a segment I'm going to do every single episode, but you know, let's see how it goes. Uh, you, you are someone that, um, actually, no, I don't, I don't even know where I'm going with that. But the question is, where do you see yourself in the next two years, in the next mm-hmm. five years, and then in the next 10 years? Um, okay. That's a solid question. I feel like that's like a job interview type question. So I feel like I should know what to say. But Bro, you inspired me. What the heck? You, you really inspired me with that, with that whole fit <laughs> you came fit. in with. It's a fit. 
I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, two Porta years. Steam really came and he was like, this is my podcast now. I own this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I wrote the soundtrack. It's basically mine. <laughs> Give me the login credential. There's no, bro, there is no royalties on that. We don't even like drop your <laughs> IG in the, in the description. No one knows you. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I do feel kind Sounds of... Bad. <laughs> nah, that's jokes. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, two two years from now, uh, that puts me in the beginning of like what senior year of like college. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much. Senior year of college. We don't want to see. That's a good. Um, I feel like senior year of college. I don't really see much difference in terms of like. Okay, let's see. Let's see after right after you graduated. Okay, so right after undergrad, yeah, that's that's one of yeah. the things. Like, I feel like right after undergrad would be one of like the biggest turning points, because yeah. um, I do plan on going to grad school. Um, that's the thing as well, and I, I don't know, I haven't figured out everything about it yet, but, um, I also work as a as a tutor. I also tutor. That's my current part time job. Um, so where I'm at right now, I'm solid. Like I, I'm pretty happy with every like you know my job right now. Yeah. Um, going on for undergrad, you know, the whole four years, I'd say I'll, I'll stick to it. You know, it's good um, and I enjoy it. So I feel like after undergrad, I would probably head more into like a career oriented kind of thing. I'm a comp sci and physics major. So definitely like, you know, something STEM related, um, looking into, you know, careers and opportunities uh, for that. Um, and I feel like at that point, that puts me at like 22, 22, 23-ish, something like that. Yeah. I feel like at that point, I should have um, a certain level of like independence. I, want to say. I think the biggest thing, independence like by that by that time you know what i mean um because i know like when you're young i don't know maybe it's just maybe i'm just weird but like when you're younger i feel like you have this image of yourself um like when you're older and like cooler and you know what i mean like you just like yeah you think you're gonna have life all figured out by the time you're nine yeah bro no trust (laughs) me i I don't know i when i was a kid i was like high school is like such a old age right because every single movie every single tv show is based around high school Yep. Right. They, yep. they blow it up and not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to like front and be like one of those people that are like, high school was the worst time of my life. No, I, I actually did enjoy it. I met yeah. like a lot of cool yeah. people and I had a ton of really good experiences, but yeah, I was just thinking like I'm 19 right now, almost about to be 20. Like that's surreal to me because for a lot of like my life, I was just like high school and like past like 17 is just like kind of old. But now I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. dude, I literally just began. It's just the beginning. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's pretty crazy, right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'll, that's what that's like the biggest thing. I feel like as you make an image of yourself, what you're really, like, imagining is not, like, I'm cool. It's not, like, you know, me being cool, me looking good, me, like, you know, having everything I want to have. I feel like for me, the biggest thing that I see is just independence. Like, gotcha. me being able to, like, lead my own thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, that kind of leads me into, like, you know, 10 years from now, um that's a while down man 28 28 yeah that's a while down um 10 years from now that's crazy i would definitely by then want to have again this is all going to sound like very like this is all just very like again like life career oriented kind of thinking here i mean Um, uh talk about your creative field like do you want to do anything with your singing your initiate uh uploading stuff onto youtube things like that um I've had, okay, so here's what's happening right now. I'm, again, like you said, I'm on Hacapella. So for Hunter's, you know, Acapella college team, I'm on that. I'm doing that. Um, I'll be vice pres, you know, something like that next year. Right. Be good. Um, and I'm planning on, like, you know, taking, again, like, leadership positions in there, really working up and kind of, like, do what I did with Technicheat and bring it to the next level. You know what I mean? So I definitely, like, like once plan I start on, something. Do yeah. you plan on doing anything after you, you graduate from college or, because 10 years from now, um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm assuming you have, like, the generic, I wouldn't even say generic. It's, like, a goal for, like, a lot of us, you know, get married, mm-hmm. um, yeah, possibly yeah. have a, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe like, <laughs> build enough income to, like, buy a house, whatever. That's, in, yeah, your, in your late 20s, that's kind of a lofty goal, but sure, that's a lot of, that's a dream for all of us, right? And yeah. career, as always, uh, computer scientist, right? Yeah, um, yeah. But where does, like, your, your passion or your uh, your creative side fit into all that? Yeah, so that's like, um, here's the thing. So I took, like, you know, like I took, I told you this a little bit earlier today, but I took music theory 101, like the most basic class um, for college. And I think that's as far as I'll go in terms of like pursuing music, I'll say, right? Like I won't ever yeah. do something like, uh, I won't ever like switch to like a music major. I won't ever do, like take a music minor. Right, right. Right, right. I'm not going to yeah. say like, you know, I'm not going to pursue it like career-wise, but 10 years down from here, um, 
like no no plans of like uploading um arrangements you've created onto like YouTube I think, or yeah, any no, other I think platform like that. YouTube. Yeah, like I've even like now, um I, I was like kind of like I'm still again redoing my room and once I have everything set yeah. up the way I want it, hopefully I'll be able to put out my content, right? Because I have a lot of I have a lot of stuff, bro. Like it's crazy. Right. I have so much stuff that's unreleased right now. Um so I'm definitely hopefully YouTube um by then. Also 2019 boys, uh, me, Max, Sabi, Sarvesh, we're starting back up again um, this summer. So yep. we'll see how that goes. Uh, I just want to try out a couple. I just miss singing. Like, it's one thing to sing in a group of like 20 people, and it's another yep. thing to sing in, like in a group of like four. Yeah. So I kind of miss that vibe. And so we're starting that up again as well. But we'll see how far it really goes. But I'll say, like, you know, just a hobby, a passion, you know, putting it onto YouTube, uploading clips on Instagram, things like that um, 10 years from now. Gotcha. Uh, that sounds pretty solid, man. Uh, thank you once again for, you know, thank you for taking me, close to an hour at this point. I feel like this is the longest episode. An hour? Yeah, yeah. This is, the, this is definitely the longest <laughs> episode, but thank you. Thank you, bro. You, you definitely, I'll tell you, bro. Uh, actually, no, I'm not going to, I'm not really going to gush about thank you because it took a while to get you <laughs> to get a hold of you, bro. Bro, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yo, not going to like... lie. <laughs> Yo, that's what I said, bro. Remember, like, it took me, like, two months to get back to you for the freaking, the opening Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't I mean, know I, I'm not going to complain like... about that because it was a favor, but. I hit you up yesterday. <laughs> I called you three or four times. You're like, my bad, bro. I can't call you right now. And then, and then, can I call you later? And, and then at 11, you were like, uh, Yo, I can I call out. you at 11.30 after out. I get out of the shower? <laughs> you knock out. <laughs> you knock out. <laughs> Yo, I wake up at 2.44 in the morning and I text you again, all right? What's the problem? Like, you had the audacity. You had the audacity to, to text me at 2.44 a.m. in the morning when people should be sleeping. But luckily, I'm me, so I don't really sleep at that time unless I'm working this morning. So you, you message me like, oh, bro, I'm, I'm really sorry. Can we, can we have that call right now? I'm like, no. I was actually on another call with someone else because they prioritized me. The guy, huh? I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I was <laughs> yeah, I was like, you got to wait. Yeah, we finally had a call uh, earlier today, like just catching up on everything. And uh, I was like, I just sprung it on you. Like, yo, you want to film a podcast later today? And like, I'm, I'm very grateful you accepted it. So uh, Jazakallah, who hired, and may Allah reward you for, you know, taking up this episode. And, mm-hmm. and you know, may, may Allah um, put so much butter and blessings in your life. And uh, with, mm-hmm. with all your endeavors and, you know, allow us all to you know try to please him in the best form and you know just try to be happy in pursuing that as well uh may allah allow us to be happy in this world and the next and you know inshallah this podcast is a means for that so with that guys thank you for tuning in and see you later Da 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 da